Welcome to Sawyer Saloon. All right, welcome back to Sawyer Saloon. I have a very special guest with me today. Drove all the way to Baton Rouge just for the interview. And his name is JT Joey Thomas. JT, how you doing today? Hey, I'm, I'm hanging in there, Jay. Thank you so much for having me, and uh, I'm honored to be on the show today, so let's get to it. Absolutely, man. So, okay, so you play tennis for LSU, is that I, correct? I do, yes. Uh, I'm currently in my fifth year at LSU men's tennis right now. Nice. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, do you know Serena Williams? Um, You know, I really have never had the chance to meet her. I've seen her a couple times, but, you know, me and her aren't, like, best friends or anything but nice. you know maybe one day I can meet her nice. I'd be lucky so I've seen her about maybe like 10 or 15 times yeah but she never responds to me I think that's because she's on the TV but you think so I think so man <laughs> or maybe I'm, you get her mixed up with Venus you never know this is true this is true yeah Oof. she's a one heck of an athlete that yeah woman. they are they are I mean <laughs> and they've done a lot for the sport and they're good people on and off the court so you know Good in every single way. Absolutely, man. Mm-hmm. So how? So you're you're not from here. I'm not. I'm actually from uh, Canton, Ohio, home of the uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame. Believe it or not, oh, for shit. all the for all your uh, NFL football fans. Yep, it's about I'd say eight minute drive from my house. Mm-hmm. So I've been there multiple times, and uh, they just revamped it a couple years ago, so it's even better. So you know, it's probably the only one of the very few good things about Canton, Ohio. So is it a small yeah. town? It is a very small town, yeah, but uh, I don't think anybody would have heard of it if there was no Pro Football Hall of Fame. It's like, you hear, oh, like, you're going to Canton, you know? People have heard that because, you know, that's where the Pro Football is, but right. besides that, we really don't have anything else, you know? Decent food, you know, decent, very nice people, of course, but, you know, it's where I grew up and I loved it, so I think it's the best place in the world. I'm very biased, but... You know, to other people, it's probably not like that, but... Yeah. Yeah. So, way, you like the food better here or up there? You know, it's a, it's a little different. That uh, I think that's one of the biggest differences I've had since I've been here. Um, one of the toughest things is, you know, seafood doesn't really sit well with me. Really? Yeah, and I know Louisiana is known for, you know, crawfish and all mm-hmm. their different types of po'boys, catfish, po'boys, all that. You know, I can't really eat them because, you know, I, I might, you know, throw up a little bit. It's not because it doesn't taste good. It just doesn't sit well. But, you know, I've had uh, boudin balls. I love those. That's mm-hmm. probably my favorite. Jambalaya, um, gumbo. I think all that's fantastic. And, uh, you know, it's not the healthiest options down here, but it's a different taste. And, you know, it's way different than what I have at home. Yeah. Um, and I, when my family comes to visit, they love it, too. It's just something you just don't see we can't buy nice louisiana food up there it's unique and you know i I do like the food down here but i think um it's unique Mm -hmm. that's what it is so i've grown used to it i I love it so yeah tell you what everything's fried down here Mm -hmm. and i tell you what louisiana may be the fattest state we may be the most highest (laughs) at risk for heart attack but uh we're also the happiest state, so I think there's a correlation. I, I think there is too. I think there is too. That that is a great point. So, is that how long you've been playing tennis? Ooh, um, you know, I think since I was really two or three years old, believe it or not, it's kind of something that's uh, gone through my family for generations. You know, my grandparents played, my my dad played, and he passed it on to us. And then, uh, you know, we just every Sunday we uh, would go to this tennis club. You know, and they kind of put us on the tennis court, and I'm one of seven, which I'm sure we'll get to at some point. 
And uh, yeah, we just sit on the court and, you know, at one point they just roll tennis balls to me when I'm two years old. And then, you know, when I was three or four, they started like dropping it and have a little racket. And then, you know, it kind of progressed and progressed. So, you know, ever since then, I, I guess it would be 17, 18 years since I've been playing. God damn. Yeah. So it's been a while. It's been a while. You came out the womb causing <laughs> a racket. I know. That, that is 100% true. That's a, that'd be a good... Uh, a good t-shirt, good t-shirt idea. There you go. Came out the wound, wound causing a racket. I, I buy that. I'll say that right I would now. Too. So whenever I'm, whenever I'm watching you and uh, and uh, I don't know someplace famous in about twelve years at the Olympics, I'm gonna have that shirt. Oh, and I'm bringing it with me. Oh, please do, please do with a nice. Uh, you gotta have your thicket logo though on it, right? Exactly, there yeah. you go. Good thicket logo, yeah. If I'm there in 12 years, trust me, I'll wear it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry I think it's going to be your sponsor at that point. Though. Oh, I got you. I got yeah. you. Easily. Easily. You know, at this point, you know, I mean, they canceled all sports. Mm-hmm. You know, everything got pushed back. Cause, you know, no Beijing, Nothing. no 2020. Nothing. I mean, dude, at this point, we're lucky if we're going to get Michael Phelps smoking a bowl for two weeks. <laughs> That's going to be the closest thing. That, that'll to... be the only closest thing to get to that, yeah. It's been uh, it's been a wild times, but... Um... You know, tough years. 2020 has been tough for a lot of people. And, uh, you know, you, you got to make the most out of it, I think. Uh, you know, it's been tough on people's mental side, I guess. You mm-hmm. know, I think a lot of people struggle with it. Um, and I think hopefully when 2021 comes around the corner right after the holidays, you know, people will be in a better mood. New year, new me, new... I don't know. Ho- hopefully people will be in a better frame of mind by then. But, yeah, it's been a weird time that's going on. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I don't know. Dude, I'm right, dude. So we're like, we're, we're we've hit the trifecta, okay, of okay. the year, all right. So it's October second as of this recording, all right? right. Which means that we're about to hit October Thanksgiving yes. and Christmas. I know. So dude, this always gets me excited. Once that October turns around, I'm like, all right, now we're about to we're about to vamp it up for the uh-huh. big holidays. Yeah. Um, well, I want to know first, what do what do you think of the holidays? So. I'll, I'll fill you this in real quick. So okay. in Ohio, we have like, you know, different, you know, we have fall, spring, mm-hmm. winter, legit fall, leaves fall off, winter, it snows, spring, flowers bloom, it gets it's like 50, 60 degrees mm-hmm. at best, and then summer is obviously like 85, 90. But here, I feel like the weather is kind of, you know, it can get cold, but it's usually yeah. semi-warm. Yeah. So how do the holidays feel here? Dude, I, it's, it's almost like, spinning the wheel of fortune trying to get it to be cold on the holiday because i've had some christmases where you know i've got on a you know a nice sweater and some pants or something for christmas dinner and then i've also had some where i'm in flip-flops and a t-shirt yeah it just it all depends you never know with louisiana weather yeah i know so i wish it was more it had more variety or Mm -hmm. it was like a real seasons right because mostly everything is just like summer Two weeks of cold in February and then summer again. Right. It just, it never ends. And it's right. always hot and humid. It is. And what I think it's crazy, like, our days whenever it gets cold, because most of the time what happens is it'll get cold at night around Christmas, mm-hmm. wintertime. So to get cold at night, but once the sun comes up, that's it. It's gone. Like, it yeah. gets back into, like, the 70s, 80s, you right. know. So it stays, it stays pretty good temperature, but mm-hmm. it never really gets cold like all day long. Right. But whenever I went, so I went to Alaska whenever mm-hmm. I was, uh, uh, I don't know, maybe a sophomore, sophomore to junior year in okay. high school. Yeah. Uh, and, but their, literally their winter days were like our, 
I mean, their summer days were like our winter days. Okay. Minus the humidity. Yeah. So it was like, it was, and for the two to three hours that it actually was nighttime, mm-hmm. because the sun was up for like oh, 20 hours a day. Right, yeah. So it was cold then, but then once the sun came up, it got, it got hot, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. 70s, 80s. And so I was thinking, damn, this is nice weather to have during the summer. Right. As opposed to, you know, sweating your balls off the all day long. Need. And the scorch need, yeah. Mm-hmm. So... It's very interesting. Yeah. You know? I, like, I like to hear the differences about places like that. Yeah, I mean... Between Louisiana. Yeah. Uh, you know, one of the things that kind of brought me down to Louisiana, you know, it's probably cliche to say, but the weather. You know, yeah. I, yeah, I grew up in Ohio mm-hmm. my entire life, and uh, it was always, you know, let's start with the summer. Summer's nice. It'll be... We'll have days of like 72, 73. Sometimes it'll be like 85, 90. It ranges. Mm-hmm. And then... You know, I don't really hate a lot of things, but I'm not gonna lie, I hate the fall season. Really? Very few things okay. I hate. I hate fall and I hate Halloween. This is uh, probably a very unpopular opinion, but one thing about the fall is I used to not like football. And yeah, I know that doesn't sound very good, <laughs> but you know, I'm, I just thought it was kind of boring when I was younger. Right. So it was football, all that stuff. But then, you know, I started like football and then went to school, but one thing I don't like about fall is in Ohio, the leaves are beautiful, you know, mm-hmm. we have different trees up there than we do down here. So by the end of September, you know, the leaves start to die and fall off. So then you have like basically naked trees everywhere you go, dead leaves everywhere, you have to like pile them up, a lot of yard work, and I think it looks terrible. <laughs> you know, it's just, Ohio looks disgusting. And then mm-hmm. it's like, you know, 35 to 45 degrees mm-hmm. you know it's not like super cold but it's not warm so it's just like you know you're in the middle of the weather and then it starts to sometimes snow in october but not enough to like build a snowman or go sledding you know it gets on the roads people start driving then you have you know brown and yellow and black snow all over people's neighborhoods on the main roads and i think it's just super ugly wow the colors I mean, I get yellow. Yeah, snow, so but. like, yeah, yeah, yellow will be like the little kids, you know. It's just disgusting. I, yeah. Obviously, like sometimes a little pee, but you know, they say stay away from the yellow snow, which right. I have. Um, and then brown, it's just uh, it'll mix up with like some mulch or dirt on the road. Mm-hmm. And then black, it's just uh, I honestly don't know why black comes up, but like on the side of the road, you see snow with like little black flakes on it. Mm-hmm. And I wish I knew what it was, but I don't. I just don't think it looks very good. Um, so yeah, I think fall's just, and you would go back to school and stuff, like, you know, I don't think kids really like going back to school in their 7th, 8th grade, they wanted the summer to keep going. Yeah. But you know, once I started liking football, started uh, going to college, which is a lot better than high school, mm-hmm. in my opinion, it, you know, made it more bearable, and not many seasons down here, but um, no, I just dislike fall, but yeah. down here, it's bearable, you know, the, the weather's good, so, but then when Halloween comes around, I like I said, I don't hate many things, but fall and Halloween, you know, I think uh, it's funny. I met, you know, Jackson, Kiefer, mm-hmm. Steven, Devin, all those guys, Gary, um, down here when I transferred and I guess it would be 2018, okay? And, you know, I'm just trying to meet people. So, yeah, I met them and they invited me to a little Halloween thing, okay? So, I'm like... Is this why you hate Halloween? No, no. <laughs> this is kind of a broad, like, you know, okay, maybe I'll do something for Halloween. So I was like, okay. you know, new guys, and they seem pretty cool. I've, I've known them for a month, you know. I want to, you know, branch out a little bit, meet some people. So then they're like, yeah, like, we're going to dress up, maybe do do a few things. So, you know, I dressed up as Dracula about, like, you know, $5 thing. I was like, whatever. But, like, that's the first time I dressed up for Halloween probably since I was, like, 10 years old. Like, I just, 
hated it because when I was, like I said, I'm number five, fifth youngest out of seven. Mm-hmm. A lot of older siblings. So when I was probably five or six, my older siblings were watching a Halloween movie. You know, I'm very young, don't know too much. So, you know, I'm like, oh, like, hey, like, what movie are you watching? Oh, yeah, Joey, like, come watch. So I'm sitting there. And they're watching a classic Halloween movie, you know, and uh, you know, I see the little kid pull out the knife, you know, sister, mom, and I'm like six years old, and that's the only image <laughs> that stuck in my head. That's six. Yeah, since you know, it gives me nightmares to this day, and that is why my my older siblings ruined Halloween for me. Ruined Halloween for me. I don't know if they really know that, but that's stuck with me since since now. But yes, and I met the guys here, and you know, I, they giving me the opportunity to meet you. Um, you know, it's been, that was the first time I've been out for Halloween in a while, just saying that. But Damn. yeah, it's just big differences. And yeah, so that's kind of why that's a little, that's a little long, but. Nice. No, yeah. I, uh, so I, I don't think I ever dressed up for Halloween until college. Okay. Uh, my freshman year. So whenever I first got into college, I had a chin strap okay. for a beard. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have the mustache or anything because I thought it was cool. You mm-hmm. know, it was not <laughs> at all. So I'm like, dude, everyone always called me Abe, like okay. President Lincoln. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, dude, you look like Abraham Lincoln. So I wore an Abraham Lincoln outfit and I wore it to class. You have the hat now. I had a huge hat, dude. That was like twice the length of my head, which means it's a pretty big hat. Oh, yeah. So I've got the hat on and I like take the hat off and I set it right next to me on the table and my teacher's teaching class and he's like oh yeah you know the native americans why abraham lincoln yeah. like the middle of his sentence and I, I was like wait are you talking to me and he was like yeah just why oh, wow. abraham lincoln what yeah. are you doing and i was like well it's, it's halloween yeah I mean, he was a cool president right mm-hmm. yeah i guess so yeah okay and he just kept on teaching class oh, wow. and there's a there's a video of me we had this group of kids at McNeese who would mm-hmm. they had a what is it they would they would like dress it was a LARPing group okay so it's like live action role play okay okay yeah so they would always dress up as like knights and stuff yeah and they would like sword fight quote unquote in the middle of the quad oh, wow. so they had this thing going on where it was like hey if you get three hits on one of us then you get entered for a, a book drawing to the uh, to the library okay so I walked up, I grabbed the sword, and he goes, Ah, ye of little faith, you'll never be able to fight me. I said, Listen, I fought vampires. I think I can take this. Yeah. How'd you I do? I won. I you got won. all three hits in, yeah. Oh, wow. Dang, that, that, that's a pretty crazy story. So did you win? You got entered in the drawing. Did you win? I did, I did not. Did I did not, not win? win the drawing, no. I wonder if there actually was a drawing, or they just you know wanted people to... You know, fight with them. I think that's what it was. Yeah. yeah, I don't even know what the whole point of them doing that was. I don't exactly. know if they were trying to raise awareness mm-hmm. or what. It was free to do it, so I was like, might as well. Yeah, might as well. <laughs> we went to a uh, so, I mean, high school football is huge in in Louisiana, right. mm-hmm. and so we went. So they have a big St. Louis versus Barb was like the big one of the big. Or it was Sulphur versus Barb. Okay, big rivalry. So that night, you know, we were all you know I was. Like me and a bunch of my friends, they were all from that mm-hmm. from those high schools. So okay. you know, we all went to go see. We had, they had siblings or mm-hmm. they family members of the coaches or right. whatever. So we go watch the game, and one of the guys went to St. Louis, and at that school they would always dress up on yeah. Halloween. So he shows up in his Halloween costume, thinking everybody else is going to be in his Halloween costume, and so everyone's like, 
dude, where's George at? And I go, is that a minion? Oh he's dressed God. in a minion outfit and walking around like he's got the gloves that give him three yeah. fingers. He's got a big goggle over his head. It makes it look like one eye. And he walked up and he goes, I guess nobody else is wearing a costume today. Oh my he was God. so mad. But it was the funniest thing ever because he's looking for everybody. Oh, yeah. And in his little minion outfit. Yeah, nobody else dressed up. Nobody else dressed up. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Did he stay for the game? Oh, he stayed for the game. Oh, my good, yeah. good. Yeah. At least he did that. You know, if he would have left that, I... He was a trooper, that yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. That, that is a trooper. Yeah. You know, I kind of lied. I said we don't have any seasons down here. We mm -hmm. do. We have uh, summer. Okay. Uh, we have football. Yeah. And crawfish. Oh, and crawfish. And crawfish. I know. Yeah, that's a big one. That's that, a big one. I've I've learned about that one. I've learned about that one. Um, what's your take on crawfish? I like crawfish. I don't like things that are too spicy. Okay. Like some people, like they make a gumbo, they make whatever. Like yeah. I don't like. I like my gumbo to have spice in it. I don't want to season it like each bowl. Right. But I don't want it too spicy. Okay. But that's how people like their crawfish. They want it like. You know, their the skin's coming off their fingers. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't, I don't like that. You don't like you know? that. I like it to taste good. Yeah. But I don't like it to be like. I don't, I'm not a big spice guy. I'm more mm -hmm. of a sweet okay. kind of guy. All right. So I, I like crawfish, but I always make like, like I'll make a sauce with it. But it's okay. really, I mean, it's just mayonnaise and ketchup mixed yeah. together. Yeah. And so some people add like Tabasco sauce. I don't want any of that shit. Yeah, yeah. You just want a nice. I you want know. it sweet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. See, I don't think I've met one Louisiana person. Who said they do not like crawfish? Every single Louisiana person will say, crawfish is the best thing. You know, best oh, things yeah. in sliced toast, like sliced bread, I guess. You know, everybody loves it, and I think it's I think it's pretty good actually. That's probably the mm -hmm. only seafood I've actually like kind of okay. been able to eat. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, funny story. Okay, so this was about you know three years ago when I came here. So one of my teammates is having a crawfish boil. You know, I guess that's what they call it. So they have a oh, yeah. you know, big trash can. Like, obviously, you know, but I'm speaking kind of a foreign language to myself. You know, so, uh, you know, my teammate's dad was like, hey, Joey, like, do you want some crawfish? And I was like, yeah, you know, like, I'll, I'll take three of them. And he's like, okay. <laughs> All right, so he comes up with three pounds. Three pounds, yeah. Of crawfish, and I'm looking at it. I'm like, no, like, I wanted, like, just three little crawfish. Like, that's all I wanted because I've had it maybe once, like, Seeing people eat three pounds, I could never, because, like, seafood, and but, like, it tasted yeah. good. So I literally just wanted three indiv individual crawfishes, and he <laughs> bought, and he brought me three pounds. I was like, wow. But, like, I couldn't do, like, you know, I only wanted three of them, and make myself look like a fool in my first month in Louisiana. Right. So I tried to eat as much as I could. I probably got through, like, a quarter of a pound, so better than I thought I would. But um, So what parts of it do you eat besides the tail? Everybody gets the tail. Everybody gets it. See, you know, I... I've been taught by a Spanish guy how to eat crawfish, which is interesting. Okay. I've been taught by, um, let's see, you know, person from Louisiana. I've been taught by somebody from Florida, like, you know, from all over. So they all have different little tricks. The mm -hmm. twist trick, you know, the full. I can't even explain them. But I guess I usually just eat the small part, and, you know, I've seen a couple people who eat, you know, like, with the shit in it, and they just, like, top it in, but I try and take uh, it out. Yeah. I can't I can't do that. We have yeah. a place in town that, that clean that cleanses them. Okay, beforehand. good. So I eat it like that, because I don't, I'll, I will sit there and devein the, oh, the yeah. crawfish myself oh, if, yeah. it's got the, if it's got the shit in it. Yeah. yeah, but I just eat, you know, the, I guess, whatever part of it. It's very small meat, obviously. Yeah, that's the tail. Yeah. That part so that you pull out. Yeah. I guess I just eat the tail. I've, I have, uh, you know, sucked the head, I guess, you yeah. know, and try and get some out of the, uh, out of the claws. Yeah. As much as I can, try and get as much spice and try to figure out the Louisiana. Yeah. Way, but 
I love it. I I love I like dipping it in cane sauce. I don't know if I'm the only one. No, that's that's like that that's thing? like a normal thing. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah we have a crawfish boil. Uh, like once, like whenever I, I was in my fraternity at McNeese, every, mm-hmm. once a year, like our Founders Day, we'd go and we we somebody would boil the crawfish, but we'd go get just big old cups of cane sauce mm-hmm. and bring that. And we'd use the cane sauce. Oh yeah. For it. I mean, it's honey. It's it's a uh, ketchup and mayo oh. with a bunch of other spices and stuff in it. Yeah. It's fantastic. Oh, you it's know? amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Now, speaking of cane sauce, have you ever tried Cane's honey mustard? Cane's honey mustard. Yes. You know, I'm uh yeah, I usually go to Cane's just for the sauce, I'm not gonna lie, so I never have tried their honey mustard, is that good? Dude, so I go to Cane's for the sauce too, but I go for the honey mustard. Okay. I like cane sauce. Yeah. But since about maybe ninth grade when I figured out they had honey mustard, mm-hmm. I've never ordered the cane sauce unless there was no honey mustard. Really? Yeah. So what makes it different than, you know, your general honey mustard? It's 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 sweet enough to where there's not like a whole lot of mustard okay. taste to it. Yeah, like yeah. It's got more honey, I guess you'd say. Yeah. It's just like sweeter. It's not thick or anything. Okay. I would say that that Cane's, Oh Charlie's has some pretty good honey mustard. Yeah. Walk Ons has fantastic honey okay. mustard. And then the you ever had the crispy crunchy chicken from the they sell it like gas stations and stuff. I don't know. That that's pretty good. That's good honey mustard yeah. as well. I've been okay. living off of that because there's a gas station down the road from where I work. Yeah. And I've been, I've eaten there just about once every day. Okay. The chicken. There you go. Yeah. Is it for the honey mustard or the chicken? A, a little bit of both. A little bit of both. The chicken spiced pretty good. Yeah. And uh, the fries are fantastic. Okay. Uh, but the fact that I don't have a fridge at my house is really starting to get to is it? Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I'm sure it will. I, you know, I used to, I love honey mustard, so I'm gonna, mm. next time I go to Cane's, I'm, I'm gonna try and I'll, I'll let you know how good it is. I, All right. I, I trust your opinion 100%. I bet you it'll be good. Okay, so do you get, do you get like more than, do you get a bunch of sauce? Are you a big mm. sauce guy? I am. So I, you know, I get a lot of, a lot of crap for my order. Um, I, I try and eat healthy, you know, as healthy as I can. Of course, yeah. So, you know, I, well, before I get to that. Don't tell so, me you get extra coleslaw. Gosh, you, is it that obvious? I mean, <laughs> oh my, I don't get extra coleslaw. So I just, um, I guess I I subbed the the Texas toast for another cane sauce. So I have two cane oh, sauces. Okay, okay, to, I got yeah. You. So I don't okay. sub, you know, the toast. Like you're gonna say cold coleslaw. Uh, I won't get two of those. You know, one's enough. But you know, I'll get Texas toast once in a while. I think it's super good. But you know, yeah, just a little healthier. Yeah, small amount. But so I didn't know canes was created down here in Baton Rouge. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. On my visit, you know, I figured it out. So it was fairly new to Ohio. About. I'd say four years ago. That's when they started to come. And uh, I got the box combo. I could eat it all. Then I moved to the Kenyak. You know, I was like, yeah, I felt like a veteran. Of course, yeah. Yeah, so I could eat all six, fries, coleslaw, good. Good to go. Then I come down here on my visit. I'm like, shh. In Ohio, I eat a Kenyak just like that. Like, I'm still hungry after. Right. So then, you know, I order the Kenyak, and I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, the chicken fingers are humongous. So, like... You know, I'm trying to eat it. I could only eat three of the chicken fingers in the Kenyak down here. My first time. In Ohio, I think uh, it's probably a third of the size of the fingers down here. Really? Yeah. It's like, I'd say a three-finger combo in Louisiana is the same as if there was a five-piece combo, about five pieces. It's way different. And I've, uh, and I've had you know, a couple of my friends. You know, my girlfriend comes down and visits like I told you before, and she loves canes. Mm-hmm. Big Kings girl, and she comes down here and she's like, 
Oh my gosh. And she doesn't agree with me on a lot of stuff. She likes to go at me and be like, no, it's yeah. this way. But you know, I told her, I was like, hey, you know, I know you can eat the four piece combo, but get the three. She's like, no, it's fine. She gets the four, she eats like one finger. Which is good for me because I eat the rest. But right. Still. <laughs> right. And then she's like, holy crap, it's actually different. Yeah. So like, that's kind of crazy how, you know, it's just Ohio, Louisiana is big down here. Yeah. But it's fr- everything's fried and I guess bigger down here in Louisiana. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I think, uh, yeah, it's kind of interesting. So how do you get so you so okay you you go you imagine this you okay. you're walking up to Canes yeah. right I'm the cashier okay. all right chicken picking what you picking today <laughs> all right what are you okay. what are you getting tell me your order I'll be like can I get a box combo sub the uh, sub sauce for um, Texas toast so no toast extra sauce and I usually get no drink you okay. know I I usually take stuff for takeout and eat it at home by mm-hmm. TV you know I don't. I don't know. I just like to watch yeah. TV and eat. Um, and I usually get no drink because it takes off like eighty nine cents. It does. You know? it, yeah, I just get a cup of water. Yeah, it's always. It's, yeah, yeah, it's what it actually says on the thing because yeah. it takes off the tax pretty much. Exactly. So I think that's kind of like a little a little mini hack if you go all the time. Yeah. But um, no, that, that that's what I'll get. So. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. See, people hate whenever I if I go to Canes with somebody for the first time and they hear my order, mm-hmm. they're like, "Dude, you're being ridiculous." So I want to hear. So like, what will you say? All right, all right. So you gotta ask me about chicken picking. Oh shoot! Chicken. There, there's so many more than the chicken picking. Like, I don't know. Throwing at me. Um, you, well, you Dunkin' Chunkin' and I don't freaking know. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't even remember any of them. I kind of just tune them out. But okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So try pull up. You do you know cl- yeah, clicking yeah. picking something yeah. about chicken. Yeah. And uh, I go look, lady. Let me lay it down for you. <laughs> all right. Let me get the box combo, swap out the coleslaw for an extra toast. Okay. Instead of cane sauce, give me honey mustard, then throw in a second honey mustard. Okay. And no drink, I just want a cup of water. Okay. That's it. Nice That's all way. I want, you know? Yeah, you can, nice and simple. Nice and simple, just mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, and yeah. you can say, it, you know, I started on mine, because you know, I go probably once a month, but like, you know you're down just like that. Oh yeah. I've been having the same water for years. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Like I said, but I might have to change mine and be like, hey, you know, instead of, uh, Sub the toast for honey mustard. There you go. That's going to be the new change. You try try the honey mustard once, but do this. Still get the cane sauce. Okay. So that way you can try the honey mustard separate. Mm-hmm. But every now and then I like to get a little, you know, frisky. Yeah. And I do a little honey mustard and cane sauce. And okay. I, do a, I do a double dip. A okay. little dip of both. Oh, I'm a big so fan. you get the sweet and then you get the, the, tang, the, the tangy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I like it's that. Perfect, man. Yeah. It's trying to think um so for the people who are listening i met i met jake last week um you know through through um friends you, we met each other and uh you know it's, it's interesting because you know I, I feel like we have a lot in common mm-hmm. um and you know being somewhere meeting new people you know it's always it's always challenging but you know i guess i have the ability to meet new people so do you um so i kind of want to talk about the similarities between us because we had probably one of the best conversations Probably, I'm not gonna lie. The best conversation I've had with anybody, with you, in my entire life. Very memorable, very sincere. Um, so I think we should talk about you know some of the similarities. You know, let's do it. Where do you want to start? I'd like to talk about uh, you know kind of like you're one of four, or right one of four, one, one of five, one of five. Okay, you have four brothers. Okay. Yeah. So we were talking about last week how you know he's one of five, four brothers, and I'm one of seven. And he's kind of like, you are what? Are you four or five? Four or five. I'm the second. The okay. Second. Yeah. See, I'm mixing it up. Gosh, sorry about that. 
All right, so you're second of five, but you know, how do you find, how, how do you think we're similar in kind of that way? <clears throat> Dude, I think, okay, big, like big Catholic family, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, you had, you know, mm-hmm. six siblings, so, yep. I had four. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I thought was really cool is, is I would say something, I'd be like, dude, have you ever read this? Mm-hmm. Like, dude, yes, I've read that. Yeah. And then, so we were talking about like Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and like mm-hmm. I said something about it, and you're like, yeah, I've read that. Yeah. And then we were talking about Game of Thrones, and then because Devin was saying, you know, that's like his, his favorite show, you're right. on top of whatever, and you were like, no, dude, one of the best shows ever is The Peaky Blinders. Guaranteed. And I was like, let's go, baby. Literally the best show of all time. It is, man. It's, it's fantastic. I mean, uh, What's his name that plays Thomas Shelby? Cecilian Murphy. Yeah. Fantastic actor. Amazing. Sam Neill was good in the first couple seasons. Mm-hmm. A good bad guy. Mm-hmm. See, that's what... They, they get it down good. They have a good bad guy. They do. That's interesting. They do. It's somebody that you, that you want to be involved with that plays off. Because the main character, they're, they're all... Like, they're the protagonists, but they're all anti-heroes. Mm-hmm. Like, they're awful they are. people. Yeah, they are. And... But it's cool to watch them because it's like you see that dark side of like human nature, right? And like some things that maybe that maybe you would you would want to do, but like you never like you would never really do that, right? Because like societal laws, or yeah. whatever. You want to follow like a certain way exactly. or your morality. Yeah. But you think it'd be cool to entertain those things. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think. That's why people find those shows so fan- fascinating. Yeah. Because they it allows them to kind of see. What would happen if I let the demon out of the gate? What would, right. what would happen? Mm-hmm. So definitely, but I'm a big, big fan of the Peaky Blinders. Oh, yeah. Love the, love, I love all kind of like gangster shows, yeah, and gangster movies. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, Game of Thrones, it's really cool aesthetically, yeah. And I'm sure it's got a great story. I stopped mm-hmm. after season three because yeah. I just it was confusing too. Yeah. I liked it, but you know, it took me it took me a few seasons to really you know figure out who's good, who's bad. You know, yeah, that's what yeah. People are always like, dude, I'm telling you. This new show, you gotta watch it, okay? There's eight seasons, but dude, yeah, I know it's kind of rough, but after season seven, yeah, after season, it's it amazing. picks up, dude. Mm-hmm. It picks up. You just gotta, you gotta watch the first seven seasons. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, how the hell did anybody watch the first seven seasons? <laughs> yeah, if it was that bad, you know? Exactly. And Peaky is opposite, but like you have to get through the first episode. The first right. episode's a little tough, right? But after that, it gets better and better. Yeah. I, there's exceptions to every rule, yeah. of course. Yeah. Uh huh. 100%. So, um, you know, I, my, I got a, you know, one of my brothers to watch it, mm-hmm. and he was saying how he didn't like the season, I think it's season four with the Italians. Yeah. Four, yeah he Adrian said he didn't Brody like them. Comes in. Yeah. yeah. Did you like the Italians? I thought they were badass. I did. I, I mean, I yeah. love all the gangster stuff, so yeah. I was like, all right, they're bringing in, you know, Italians. Yeah. You know, I was waiting for them to start dipping their bread in olive oil oh, or yeah. something, you know? I, I thought that was good. It was good. I think every honestly every season I feel like just gets better. It does. Just gets better and better. And it Tom, does. I love Tom Hardy. Mm-hmm. And you know him as Alfie, Alfie Solomon. Yeah, yeah. Alfie Solomon. Yes. Yeah. And he's just coming back. I was like, let's mm-hmm. go, mm-hmm. let's go. Because at the end, whenever he spoiler alert, if yeah, you haven't yeah. seen the show, mm-hmm. but at the end of I think it was season four. Because season five was the last one. Because season four was with the Italians. Right. Mm-hmm. So you have season four, and then like. And then he like he forces him to shoot him at the end because he yeah. pulls again. I was like, yeah. no! I was like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. I was so mad. And then, but then like he ends up coming back, and I was yeah. like, let's go, baby. Mm-hmm. And he yeah. has uh, he has one eye because he got shot in the head, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, there's no way this guy survived. And Alfie comes up in the nice like penthouse, I guess, or like, hidden penthouse. Yeah, some kind of like weird like hidden penthouse. Yeah, and you're like, 
I remember I paused. I was like, wait, I thought I thought he died. Wait, yeah. Am I, am I tripping right now? But amazing, just great twist. And I think the next season will be just as good. So yeah, yeah. I'm excited because this is the first time we've seen Thomas Shelby be like threatened and not be able to do anything mm-hmm. about it because he has no clue where it's coming from. Yeah, he has zero power. Who do you think mm-hmm. it is at the end? So at the end of that season, did mm-hmm. you you finished it? I did finish okay. it. Okay, good deal. Mm-hmm. So at the end of it, uh, you know, uh, Aunt Paul gets married to Abraham Gold. Right. Yeah. And yeah. so, but then they're at the movie theater. And they're about to kill the fascist guy. Mm-hmm, yeah. And then, like, complete shit show. And then Abraham Gold dies. Mm-hmm. And, but they're like, they don't know who did it. Right. But I don't think that it was the fascist guy. Because mm-hmm. I feel like he didn't, he didn't seem like he was, like he was, knew what was going on. I don't think he did either. Who do you think did it? See, it's been over, I, we talked about this a little bit last time. It's been a year so, since yeah. I've seen it. You know, I'd have to refresh my memory, but I remember thinking, I was like, I have no idea what, like, what happened. I have no clue what's going to happen next season. All I, all I remember thinking is, like, seeing Thomas Shelby, and it was, like, blurring out. Like, he had no clue, like, what to do. Yeah. And that's what I remember, but, you know, I have to, I'm going to have to watch the final episode again, and so I can, like, really figure it out. But, I, you knew he wasn't going to get that shot off. There was no chance. I, dude, I thought he was. You thought he was. I thought he was, and then I was like, holy shit. And yeah. I, was, I couldn't believe what happened. Someone had to sell him out. I think it was Michael. You think so? Yeah, because he got that American girlfriend or whatever, yeah. and the, or a wife, and then now she was like kind of like talking in his ear mm-hmm. the whole time. And yeah. then, and then like at the end of it, because he says something that's like kind of, what are you about to do, man? Are you about mm-hmm. to turn on Thomas and all them? Yeah. Because he wants the, he wants the whole... Family yeah. operation. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Yeah. No, but, um, and we also were talking about kind of, uh, a love for Marvel. Absolutely, dude. You know, I think, uh, some people get a lot of shit for liking Marvel. At least I have. You know, I'll really? have friends who will be like, you watch Marvel, superheroes? Heck no. But like, you know, a lot of my good friends are like, they'll see every single one a million times. Like, I oh, love yeah. it. I think, like, if you haven't seen it, if you've only seen, like, every other one, like, you have to watch it beginning to end. Absolutely. Hands down, like, any Marvel movie that comes out, I'm watching. I don't care if, if I'm like, oh, that looks terrible. I'm, I, you have to watch it. So, okay, so what's your, what's your least favorite and what's your most favorite? Ooh, least favorite movie or least in the, favorite? In the Marvel movies. Mm, least favorite movie. Hmm, that's a tough one. I can't say this is my least favorite, but I really did not like Doctor Strange. Really? Yeah, I thought, um, I don't know, the first one was just like, it was just different than a lot of the other ones, different power, I thought uh, he could have done a lot more with his power Mm -hmm. than, um, you know, you would think, trying to think what other one I didn't like, you know, you can tell it's an amazing, amazing series, like, because I can't think of a movie I really disliked, I thought there were some that maybe didn't live up to the hype, Age of Ultron. I didn't think okay, that was really? the hype. Yeah. Okay, so me and my brother Paul think Age of Ultron is one of the best ones. Is one of the best ones. Yes. Really? Yeah. So I'm a big James Spader fan, and James Spader's a guy who voiced, you know, we right. talked about Blacklist. Yeah. Yeah, and he's in the Blacklist. He's just, he plays just such a, like, an interesting person he does. in everything he does, except he does. for The Office. Yeah, he's he was very kind of, weird. Yeah, in the he's office. kind of thrown in there. Yeah. yeah. Mr. Was it Robert, Robert California? Cal- Robert yeah. California. Yeah, yeah, he's kind of thrown in there. Yeah. See, but like, you were saying. Yeah, but I'm just, you know, I'm comparing it to 
you know, great movies. I would still mm-hmm. give it like an eight out of ten. But I'm comparing that with like nines and ten out of ten. Yeah. Yeah, and so they're all good, but that's you know that's the movie I can say my least favorite out of I guess um, the Avengers movies, not the yeah. individual ones. But um, yeah, what what's your favorite? Um, you know, excluding Endgame and all that stuff, individual movie. Oh, so, dude, uh, Civil War. Oh Winter, no, no, Winter Soldier. Well, Winter Soldier's so good, dude. I mean, honestly, all of the Captain I think America Cap- movies are fantastic. Very good, very good. Yeah, I definitely like. Yeah, definitely like the Winter Soldier. Like that fight scene that they have, where whenever right whenever he finds out that it's Bucky. Yeah. I was like, Ooh. I think were they on a train or something? And like, no, that, that was, was in the flashback. first one. That, that was yeah. the flashback. Yeah, how he lost Bucky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because okay. that's that's whenever they're I think they're in Washington D.C. and Nick Fury's vehicle. No, no, that was after that. But anyways. They're in Washington D.C. and him and him and Winter Soldier are fighting, mm-hmm. and but that's like it's actually them. Like they train that sequence out like time after time after time. They do, and they just like it's so bad. Like the and I think that's what's so cool about like the fight scene. It has a whole like Cold War political thriller mm-hmm. vibe to it. That's one of the coolest things I think they've done with the Marvel universe. Yeah, it's like they're not they're all their own. They're not all the same kind of movie. Mm-hmm. Right, like you have. You have Thor and Black Panther, which are like, if Thor's more like Shakespearean, right. Black Panther's like, you know, it's got the whole African vibe. Yeah. And uh, and him being the king, dude, mm-hmm. R.I.P. Chapter. Yeah, that's a tough one. It's very sad, man. Mm-hmm. Very disappointed. I was looking mm-hmm. forward to him being like one of the new leads. Yeah. Because I love Black Panther. Yeah. I think Kendrick Lamar did fantastic on the album. Fantastic. Yeah, amazing album. Just just mm-hmm. a, a good all-around move, good movie. It was. I hadn't felt that good about a Marvel movie since I left the theaters from watching Civil War. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it was just, it was on that level. Mm-hmm. So it was definitely. Uh, but yeah, so that and then you know they have your outer space stuff. So like mm-hmm. the Guardians of the Galaxy, and then I don't know how I forgot about them. Oh, dude, fantastic! One of the few series where like number two is better than number one, I think. I, I think it got better. I had to rewatch it. Yeah. Once I rewatched it, because the first time I was like, this seems almost kind of empty. But yeah. then I, I rewatched it again and I was like, okay, I love Kurt Russell. Yeah. Uh, he's been in a lot of, a lot of good movies mm-hmm. that I've seen. Yeah. Uh, it was good comedy. I think I, I think mm-hmm. those grouped together are probably the funniest. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, lo- I love seeing them all come together. I thought Thor Ragnarok, that was another one. Like the second time I watched it, I was like, this is one of the best Marvel movies that they have. I'm pretty similar. I, I watched and I was like, eh, too much, you know, a little too much humor, not enough, look yeah. like action. Then I watched and I was like, all right, pretty good. It's just different. A nice yeah. little spinoff. But yeah. I like that they did that because like Thor's character kind of sucked mm-hmm. until that. And yeah. then it was like, okay, like Chris Hemsworth can be funny and he mm-hmm. can, you know, do all these things. Yeah. So definitely, definitely enjoyed that. 100%. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> Told you you're going to need the water, man. I know. There's a lot we could talk about. I don't even know. Let's see, man. You were talking about your 80s? Your 80s music? Your 80s music, man. I love, love some 80s music. What, what kind right. of music do you like to listen to? Okay, so I listen to uh, all kinds of music. Okay. You know, country, rock, rap. I listen to classical when I'm studying. I, I think I've explained this mm-hmm. a couple of times to different people, but... Kind of depends on mood I'm in, what time of the day it is, and uh, you know, you said you like '80s movies, '80s music. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, who do you listen to? And if you had one movie from the '80s, 
that you'd recommend? What would it be? Oof. One movie from the 80s. Oh, definitely one of my favorite movies of all time, Aliens. Aliens? Yes. Okay. So you're familiar with the Alien movies? Mm-hmm. You know, a little. I haven't seen them, but like, you know, I've obviously seen references to Aliens. Right. Yeah, right. yeah. But I've not watched them. So Aliens was the second one. All okay. right. And it was a sequel. It was James Cameron did it. Okay. So, I mean, guy, you know, did Avatar, Titanic, mm-hmm. all these big budget movies. Mm-hmm. And so, but I mean, dude, he had all of a lot of the actors he normally works with. Like, Horse of Gordon Weaver was fantastic. He played mm-hmm. the main character. And then, but Bill Paxton, Michael Biehn, uh, Paul Reisner, something like that. I don't remember his, mm-hmm. the rest of his name, but I'm a big Bill Paxton guy. I mean, he was in that. He was in Tombstone. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever seen Tombstone. I, I haven't. He's uh, uh Michael Bean was in that movie okay. too. Uh, I watched a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. I can tell. I yeah, can tell. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, super big fan of that movie. I just I don't know. I watched it. I watched the very first one because you know it's like a classic, right? So 1979, and so it was more of they find out like so they land on this planet, and whenever they land on the planet, they find all these eggs. Well, it opens up. The egg opens up, and it's like face hugger. So it lashes onto this yeah, guy. Okay. And they think it dies. Well, it really just like implanted an alien inside of him. Okay. And so it like bursts out of his chest and kills him. But now they have this huge fucking alien that yeah. grew in the ship and just like chasing them down. Yeah. And so the second one is the chick gets away, the main girl. Mm-hmm. So she gets away. And then, like, she finds out that that planet that she was at is being inhabited now. Because she was in, like, s- cyber sleep or yeah. whatever. Like, yeah. crunk, whatever. I'm, going, I'm about to explain the whole movie. But, <laughs> so, it go Anyway, so they, they send a bunch of, like, colonial marines because it's gone dead silence. Mm-hmm. And so they have to, like, fight off, like, the whole hive of aliens. So okay. it's not like a, like a close quarter... Uh, sci-fi thriller where they're being hunted down by a monster. It's like, oh shit, like, it's not really like a war movie, but mm-hmm. it's definitely like a good thriller. Okay. And I, it just like, just got the total 80 vibes to it, and a lot of my favorite uh, people from the 80s are in yeah. that movie, so that's, that's, and it's got good action, good humor, mm-hmm. uh, and it's not like too scary. Mm-hmm. So it's because it's sort of like I don't know, it kind of like interweaves everything perfectly. Yeah, so I, I could think. watch it by myself. Exactly. All right, yeah, good. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, they're all pretty old. Yeah. The special effects in on it are actually really good for okay. like from the eighties. Yeah. Because James Cameron has just always been fantastic. Right. Because it. it's so uh, me and my roommate actually watched the latest Alien movie, which is called Alien Covenant. Okay. And that one was, dude, dude the Alien looks so good in the movie. Like, was it, it looks, good? It was. It was it good. Was. Okay. It looks realistic and it looks. And so the alien looks really scary. Like, it doesn't look... In the older ones, it was, like, people in costumes. Right, you're right. And, uh... But this one was, like... I mean, it was all CGI, but mm-hmm. it was it was scary. So do you have to watch the first Alien to watch Alien Covenant? What do you what do you think? Not really. No? So Alien Covenant... So they had Alien Covenant, and then they had Prometheus that okay. came out. And so those are, like, prequels. Okay. So... It's got some references, like the same company mm-hmm. like sponsors all of the missions, Wayland Yutani. Mm-hmm. But the first, but Prometheus and Alien Covenant, you don't have to watch. Okay. It's just cool to see, like, because it shows how the alien came to be. Yeah. And it's like, oh shit, like the alien was like through all this genetic breeding that this one guy was doing. Yeah. And so, because he wanted to create and feel what it was like to be created because he was an android. Okay. And the whole, it, it, 
like the the original aliens were like the whole like you know it's scary what's in space and it's like mm-hmm. that very close quarters makes you feel like there's no escape right but then these are more of it's still got the scary parts to it but it plays along with the themes of like creation yeah and what is god and okay things like that so I it's, check it's super it out. cool i gotta check it out what do you um do you have your least favorite movie of all time least favorite movie yeah. of all time uh rango rango be a, okay be a top bad. there so bad really yeah do you know what i'm talking about oh i, I it's an animated one right yeah with uh johnny depp and he it, plays a lizard yeah the lizard yeah. I, I think i might have watched 20 minutes of it one time and i stopped it was super bad man was so super bad. bad uh i also one time started watching a um it was on Netflix. It was like a spoof of the Fast and Furious movies. What was it called? I, I don't even remember. Furiously something, but it was the. It's, it was so bad. It was, the acting was horrible yeah. and just, just super bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Uh, what about you? Um, worst you know, movie ever. Worst movie ever. Okay, I think it's uh, you know, I think some people like this movie, but I think it's terrible. I think it's called At World's End. Yes. You know what I'm talking about? It's like the comedic one, you know, actor, like real life actors are playing themselves and the world's ending. And they, oh, uh, this is the end. This is the yes. end. That's what it, cause that, it's so bad. Like I don't even remember movie. the did not So like bad. That. You know, the, the comedy was like super forced, you know, it was like they were trying to be themselves, but they were trying to like act as, you know? Yeah. They were like intertwined and I thought it did not go well. Yeah. So I just remember watching, I was like, this movie is just so freaking bad. Do you like mm-hmm. like Seth Rogen, James I do. Franco movies? I, I, I do. Okay. love James Franco. I mm-hmm. think he's amazing. I, Seth Rogen's hilarious. Like all those guys are. Mm-hmm. I think you know they were you know after like Will Ferrell and like Adam Sandler, they're like the next guys after them. And I think they're still funny. Yeah. I think Will Ferrell and Adam Sandler are like kind of getting a little old, but I I think they're still good. But you know, Pineapple Express. Yeah. Amazing movie. Like that does. I think that has Seth Rogen and yeah, James Seth Franco. Rogen and James yeah. Franco. And that's hilarious. Mm-hmm. You know, I think they're I think they're phenomenal together. Mm-hmm. What's your What's your favorite uh, Adam Sandler movie? Oh, Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. Happy, well, Happy Gilmore and Billy Madison. Okay, yeah. I like both of them, but I think Happy Gilmore has to be number one because I've I've seen it so many times. It's just so different than any other movie. Yeah. What about you? What do you Dude, think? Dude, I love Grown Ups. Oh, amazing! I think I think Grown Ups is. It's It's just like like you watch the movie. And I feel like they didn't even have a script. I feel like they were just like just goofing around, right. just being like best friends. Mm-hmm. And like there was a plot to it, and they ended up you know getting to that. But I remember watching it. And I'm just like, this is so funny because yeah. they're just like they're just like bouncing off each other, telling jokes, and like that. I feel like that's how they are in real life. Oh, I I agree. Like mm-hmm. I feel like he literally just made that movie and the second one so that way he could pay his friends mm-hmm. to have fun and make 100%. a movie with them, you know? Yeah, I think that has to be one of the movies that has like, you know, one of the best casts mm-hmm. or most, I guess, popular and famous, you know, comedy guys. You yeah. know, Chris Rock, David Spade, Adam Sandler, um, who Rob, else? Rob Schneider, Kevin Rob James. Schneider, Kevin James, yeah. I mean, Chris Rock, are, yeah. Those are five, six of the funniest like guys, <laughs> actors of all yeah. time. Yeah, I think Kevin James is so damn funny. Oh, King and Queen, Mall Cop, Mall Cop, pretty good. Mm-hmm. He uh, so I remember there's a I, I watched one of his old stand-ups, mm-hmm. and he's like he he got really good at like pausing okay. and just not saying anything mm-hmm. and I think that and I realized that that's what makes a lot of his stuff funny mm-hmm. is that it's just awkward like he's got this one joke okay it's about two minutes long okay and for 30 seconds he does the build up and for the other minute and a half he just acts it out 
Okay. He doesn't talk at all. Yeah. And so, but the whole thing is, uh, he said, you know, you know, whenever guys go to get a uh, like a card, mm-hmm. at like you know, like a happy birthday card, or whatever, so they walk and like, oh yeah, and they just grab a card. Yeah. Like they don't even look at it or anything, <laughs> right. and they walk off with it. And he's like, but girls, girls like to sit there and investigate it. And he just like for a minute and a half, just like imitates them, like like she picks out the right card, and then she's like, oh yeah, and then she just puts the card up and like goes to get another one. Like I don't know, it was just. I think it was very interesting because that's how it's like, it just kind of explains like how all this comedy is. Yeah. So, um, you know, I met when I met you last week. You were telling me you were a stand-up comedian. Yes. I don't think I've ever met a stand-up comedian before, and you know, a lot of people said good things about you and that you're pretty funny. So I want to see your next show, as I told you before. But you know, I I have been to a couple stand-up comedies. Okay. And you know, I can. You know, I giggle, but I don't, like, laugh out loud. Right. You know, for me, I've explained this to people that think it's a little weird. Like, if somebody's, if I was, like, making me laugh, you had to be very funny to, like, come on and be, like, make me laugh at the moment. You know? Yeah. I feel like, you know, if I'm, I like to make people laugh. Mine's, like, more situational. Mm-hmm. So, if you're able to, you know, come up with something and make a bunch of people laugh, like, adults and, like, you know, older teenagers, 20-year-olds, like, you gotta have some good material. You gotta be smart, funny. And yeah. You, so, I think... For you to be able to do that, I think that's incredible, and I like envy that. I think that's so cool. But if you, what do you think? If I went on YouTube right now, I was like, mm-hmm. I want to look up the best stand-up comedian, best skit. What what would it be? Oh, dude, hands down, best comedian ever is Sebastian Maniscalco. Okay. All right, big Italian guy. He's not big, but like he's big in like being Italian. Yeah, and that's what a lot of his jokes are about. I relate with a lot of his stuff because mm-hmm. it's literally like all of his jokes. Like, there's nothing political. There's nothing like cultural. It's mm-hmm. just like he just like makes fun of like stuff that he sees. Yeah, like he's got one of, one of his funniest jokes. I think he has is where he's talking about like when you go on a date with the girl. Right, it's mm-hmm. first date. Okay, he says, you know, you order and uh, and you open up the bill, but you just do a little. Like flip it open real quick and put it back, yeah. and you see it, but you can't you can't let it off to the girl that you that you're freaking out about how big the bill is. Yeah, and so he says he looks up and they they went and got sushi. He said mm-hmm. it was two hundred and thirty dollars. Okay, for wow. all this sushi, and he just like starts sweating on the inside. Yeah, and he's talking about that, and then he has another one where he talks about how, I guess people do this in other places, but they, it's like you go out to eat with your friends. And then so like everybody pitches in what they think they owe for the bill. Yeah. And so he's like, there's always that one guy at the end who's like, and someone's like, I can pitch in a couple dollars. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I don't think a couple dollars is, uh, he said, I'm about $700 short wow. on this meal. And I don't think my chicken tenders were 600 Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so, I mean, he tells, I don't want to tell his joke. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. but I mean, he does just, just super funny guy. Yeah. And, and I grew up watching all the mafia stuff. So mm-hmm. I get the whole like Italian thing. Yeah. And uh, so I just, <clears throat> I love that. All right. And he's very, he's very physical with it. Okay. And I do that too. With my stuff, so I do mm-hmm. a lot of like impersonations, and I'll do like I'll do like physical with. All right, best like, impersonation right now. Oh shit! Uh, I do a good Christopher Walken one. You know, who Christopher Walken is. If you if you do the voice, I might know. All right, so I was explaining like this: Christopher Walken's the guy from Click, the one the one who like sells Adam Sandler the remote. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, no. He's a old guy who sells him the remote. You asked for a universal remote. I gave it to you. That's pretty good. Thank oh my gosh, yeah. that's very good. 
Who else you got? You definitely got to have another one. I do. One. Yeah, so I do a whole bunch of them. So I have like one of my most one of my like most popular jokes so far is like the president's joke. Okay. And so I say, you know, I say, you know, I go to McNeese. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy, you know, being got out of whatever. I say, you know, you get to pick your classes, but you don't get to pick who's in, in those classes with you. Right. And I just like impersonate like what it would be like to have class with everybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then all uh, like George W's like, you know, you, you, you're studying for a test. You studied real mm-hmm. hard for it, okay? And old W is behind you. Okay. And he gives you a tap on that shoulder just, hey, you get number C for four? And you're like, George, this is an essay. There's uh, there's no multiple choice, man. I like that. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, so just, just different little things yeah. like that and then like, how their personalities would play out in the classroom. 100%. I see, like, the way you think about that and you come up with, you know, material like that. See, that's, I think that's legit a talent. Mm-hmm. Like, I couldn't come up with stuff like that that, you know, goes to a lot of people. So I think that's super impressive. And I think, you know, I mean, nobody makes jokes like that, at least yeah. that I've seen. So if I'm at your show, like, I, I think that would get me that. See, it's about having unique stuff. And that's, you know, exactly. I heard that, yeah. You have to, you have to ha- bring your own aspect to mm-hmm. it. And I've like I've studied a lot of comedians just to see, like how how to get the laughs, like mm-hmm. how to like what what really works, what doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And one of the most important things I've learned from it is timing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just have to let it sit. Okay. And in that that silence and that awkwardness. Yeah. That's why I, I don't know. Like I'll tell a joke, and if I were to just hop right into the next thing, it doesn't give you time to like marinate right so to speak like yeah. you don't you don't get the time to like soak it in and really enjoy it 100 percent, yeah so i'm trying to think of a joke where where i do that in uh i talk about how like me and my mom watch like those nature documentaries okay and then so we'll watch them and then and something like you know the you know and that's another one i do so i do david attenborough he okay. does like he vo- does all the like bbc okay. nature documentaries yeah, 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 yeah. and so so you'll have like the like the, the, they're doing it about the in Africa, like mm-hmm. grasslands. Right? Okay. And so here comes the wild zebra rolling across the African plainlands. Ah, but here comes the alpha male lion for his next feast. I love it. I love it. And then it's like you know my mom's like crying because mm-hmm. she's like why does the, why does the lion have to eat the zebra? <laughs> And then I'm like, well, you know, if the lion doesn't eat the zebra, then, then the lion doesn't get to eat. Yeah. I mean, then the lion dies. And he goes, ah. <laughs> really? And it's like, I don't know, it's like, if I would have just like, like rushed through it, yeah. then it wouldn't, it wouldn't be as funny. And that's mm-hmm. something I've noticed. I listened to an old, one of the first times I came to Baton Rouge and did some stand-up. Mm-hmm. I, I watched the video and I was like, damn, like I butchered the joke. I said the wrong names. I still got the laughs because mm-hmm. I was like still confident with yeah. it, you know? But if I'd have just had that that pacing with it, mm-hmm. then it, it would have been so much more funnier. Yeah. So have you, um, has there been a time on stage, I'm sure there's got to be like one moment where you thought this joke is going to hit big, everybody's going to laugh, but you got like, it was crickets. Has that ever happened to you? <laughs> or have you had yeah. like, everything's perfect? Yeah, I've, I've had... One of the second times I went up on stage, mm-hmm. uh, the first open mic I did, I told some jokes that I knew like my friends and everyone had like laughed at. Yeah. This was a totally, it was a different type of crowd. Okay. It was more like your typical like millennial crowd that you would think of. Right. Like, 
don't know, drinking IPAs and shit. Yeah, you okay. Know? And I said a joke that I know I've gotten laughed at. So I know, like, the joke's funny mm-hmm. to my audience. Right. So I tell the joke, and <laughs> nobody mm-hmm. laughs or anything. And I literally went, all right, next joke, let's yeah. go. Yeah. And just, like, kept on going with it. And they were like, who, who, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. You yeah. Know? So. How, did you end up getting some laughs that night, though? I think I got some laughs on, like, at the very end. Because mm-hmm. I think I told that president's joke. Yeah. And like, so I got some laughs from yeah. it, you know? Yeah. So one of the things I did in the beginning, though, was, like, it was all, it was all based off of, uh, like impersonations and accents. Right. Like that was what every joke was. So it was hard to string everything together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But in this last show, I only did one or two impersonations, mm-hmm. but I I was able to string everything together a lot better right. because it was like one joke followed from another. Because the whole thing, last week we talked about like, you know, Grant Cardone, Seller Be mm-hmm. Sold. Yeah, yeah. And you were explaining it to me. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So dude, it's the same thing with that. It's, I have to get up on stage, and I have to be able to keep people engaged the entire time, or at least most of the time. Right, I have yeah. to keep most people engaged for most of the time. Mm-hmm. So, by keeping them engaged, you know, if I see a crowd and like they start to falter off, I've been up there for twenty minutes mm-hmm. and I'm losing them. I just I talk louder, mm-hmm. and then I start talking louder and louder and louder, and then it kind of then like everybody returns and focuses yeah. in, and then I lower back off. Right? They don't know I've done that. Mm-hmm. But subconsciously, they like, oh, they pay attention and they look. Right. And so, and but then I see that as okay, if they're if they're falling off, then it's my fault. What can I do better to fix that? Mm-hmm. And so I go back to the drawing board and I have everything typed up and I look at it and I say, okay, this is how I need to change this. Maybe I need to shorten this up. Mm-hmm. Maybe instead of that, instead of just there's just a lot of buildup and the tone hasn't changed. That's why doing the physical stuff. Mm-hmm. It, it like it helps people get engaged right so it's mm-hmm. like you're telling a long story that may be five minutes long mm-hmm. but you're throwing in little jokes here or something little here that that takes somebody off of that main line and then but then they laugh at that but then you bring it right back yeah and then okay. so you re-engage them yeah so it's all about it's all about just like keeping them yeah on that on that line okay that's interesting yeah. okay interesting way to think about it Right. It is fun, dude. I love it. Oh, I got sure. last time I came here. I wrote, we watched the UFC fights. I got yeah. some good jokes out of that. There you go. Uh, so I'm pumped. I'm pumped, man. I have a bunch of stuff that I that I just can't wait to just mm-hmm. go out there and you know tell jokes about. There so. you go. I mean, you have the biggest smile right now talking about it. So I mean, you know, I'm pumped. Uh, next time you're here, like next time you have, you know, you're gonna let me know for mm. sure. All right. Absolutely. You're going to come out to Lake Charles to, to watch the show. If it's yeah, I mean, if it's over the weekend, you give me a three day mm-hmm. notice. I'm there. Absolutely. I'm there. Hundred percent. I can I can put it down. I've never been to Lake Charles too, so nice. my first times with you. I think uh, a couple people might get a little jealous, but you know, you're, <laughs> you, if you got the jokes, I'll be there. So don't worry. Let's don't go, worry. baby. Then we we'll make a weekend it. out of it. Oh, yeah. Um, so your impersonations. I kind of have one impersonation that I I kind of okay. want to do. Let's hear. Um, it. all right. Have you ever seen you know Lilo and Stitch? Yeah. Okay. I have a pretty pretty decent Stitch impersonation. All right. Let's hear it. All right. So. You know, I always do this one, like, she's touching me. There's always this, like, video, like, she's touching yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. It's like, she's touching me. Stop touching me. She's touching me. <laughs> so, like, you know, I don't know how I know that, but, like, yeah. you know, I just do. I can't really say other stuff with it, but, like, I just remember that bit. Dude, that's pretty know? good, I, yeah. I feel like it's all right. And then I have uh, I have another one, too, from Rick and Morty. Have you seen Rick and Morty? Yeah, yeah. What do you think about it? I think I think it definitely is, it's definitely a smarter show. Yeah. 
uh, I think a lot, something I've noticed about a lot of shows that are, you know, more popular like that mm-hmm. is like the, like a lot of the main characters, like they're struggling, like mm-hmm. to find themselves. And this is kind of deep, but they're yeah. like trying to find themselves through life. Right. It's like they're going through an existential crisis. Like, 100%. like why am I here? What's the meaning of life? And they, yeah. they, they, they investigate those themes. Mm-hmm in that in a comedy yeah. which I think throws me off yeah, because bit. I don't see comedy as like I see comedy as like everything's kind of a shit show mm-hmm. how can I escape and just laugh and right. like remind myself that there is happiness yeah. so it's almost like some people use comedies like that to like try and figure out what's going on mm-hmm. but my comedy is I've already figured it out and mm-hmm. this is this is a lot of the good stuff Right, it's like us laughing at something mm-hmm. or exactly. how ridiculous it is that you know, if all the presidents were in class with you, yeah. that'd be ridiculous. Yeah, you know? yeah, hundred percent. So just that's where I don't know. That's where I think. That's where I mm-hmm. think I found meaning at. Yeah. So, but yeah, yeah. So your impersonation. No, I, I, you know, I had a very good like Mr. Poopy Butthole okay. impersonation, but I don't even know if I can do it anymore. If I, if I do it, I feel like I'll be a fool. <laughs> why? Why is that? Because you know, sometimes when I do, I have other voices. I can't really think of them right now. But like, I have to practice it. I'll be like, I know this, but I have to practice. Yeah. And this one, it's like. See if I do this. Ooh wee, Rick Warren. Ooh wee, it's Mr. Booby Bumble. Ooh wee, ooh wee, Morty. Ooh wee, wee wee wee. That fight scene was like, ooh yeah, yeah. Ooh wee, oh yeah, ooh wee, Rick. So I think you know, like nice. I had to practice a little bit. Nice. But that was really long because I was trying to get it, but yeah, no, I, I had a couple of them. So maybe I can like. You make a joke next time, I can be Mr. Poopy Bahole. Like, there in the, in the audience, yeah. yeah. You know, I can throw that in there, dude. You play know, a little side sidekick. Yeah, <laughs> playing with the audience is so fun. I had oh, a guy man. who came to a show. His name's Kilo, mm-hmm. and this dude, like, he was like, he would say stuff, mm-hmm. and like, but it would play off of one of each other. Yeah. And so it was like funny because like he interjected and like, mm-hmm. and I talked to him afterwards. He was like, man, I just I love I love like playing with them because like it. You're able to like when you interact with the crowd and it's something good, then mm-hmm. it's then it's like it, it. You're engaging with the crowd. Yeah. There's a difference between if you do it too much, then you like give control over to the crowd, right. and it's hard to get it back from them. Mm-hmm. So that's like I was saying, you know, like you got to keep Understood. their yeah. attention and everything. Right. You're in control when you're yeah. up there. Mm-hmm. If you lose it, then it's very hard to get it back. Mm-hmm. But if if you can play off of it and then bring it right back. Mm-hmm. Then that's even better, yeah. Because you're you're there. They feel involved, mm-hmm. is what it is, right? Okay. So yeah, but I mean, he would, dude. He was. I, I need. I need to see if he can come out to another mm-hmm. show because I mean, he was. It was so funny, like all our interactions. Yeah. Did Did you know him before? Did you pick on him when you were up there? I met him once or twice mm-hmm. uh, beforehand because, like, like he's friends with Kiefer and all yeah, them. Like yeah. they all graduated. Yeah. Uh, from the same school, so. Uh, but I'd never like actually met him before. Mm-hmm. But I talked to him afterwards, and I was like, "Hey, you know, I know, I know these guys." Yeah. And so there you go. Yeah. All right, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Hey, if I'm in the crowd, you can mess with me all you want. Exactly. You know, I'm not gonna tell you what I'm gonna say. I gotta like, keep you on your feet up there. But yeah, you know, <laughs> I was with I was with a friend one time. Whenever I came here to Baton Rouge, yeah, and she uh, she very very beautiful girl, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. so so she comes out with us to she came out to watch me do the the stand up. Mm-hmm. Well, there was another guy who got up there, and sometimes people will get up there, and it's like, they just want to, like, explain, like, not explain themselves, but they're like, it's almost like, they get up there, so that way somebody can listen to them. Okay, yeah. 
And so this guy, but this guy got up there and he, I forgot what he was saying, but he was saying some dumb stuff. Yeah. And then he looked at her and he was like, hey, you're kind of hot. <laughs> it was no, so no. awkward. Oh, yeah. Sure, he yeah. was just like calling her out the entire time. Like, yeah. hey, uh, this girl knows what I'm talking about. Am I yeah. right? And she was like, I, I don't, I really have no yeah. clue. <laughs> it was so Was funny. this before or after you went? This was, uh, this was before I went. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So she was going to stay no matter what. Exactly. Yeah. Poor thing. And yeah. then, like, once that guy picked on her, you're like, like two or three people after that picked oh on her, too, because she was, she was right up there, too, at yeah. the front. Yeah. So I was like, damn, we got to sit in the back next yeah, time. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What do you think? I don't know, man. I think that's, I think that's a good stopping point. Yeah. It sounds good. I mean, I loved it. I mean, I feel like we could talk for days, and we'll, maybe we can figure some more stuff out tomorrow. I mean, I, I feel like there's so much stuff to talk about. No, absolutely, dude. This was, uh, this was a good turnout, JT. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you coming on uh, Sawyer Saloon. Yeah, of course. I mean, thank you so much for having me, and uh, hopefully I can get on once again. Maybe you got to get uh, Jackson Richie on your show one day. Oh, whatever. <laughs> He's going to be so jealous. <laughs> yeah, I know he will. <laughs> All right, well, cool deal, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Seriously, thank you so much. I love it.